time for another wrestling podcast. All right, all right, all right. Are you fucking kidding me? Guys, I got blocked again on Twitter. I'm your mark of marks. That's the most reliable source on the interwebs. The social assassin at your disposal, bitches. Oh, my goodness. There he is. Oh. Sorry, guys. It was a pre-shit this week. I knew it. I'm sitting there pinching one off, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, I can hear my phone. I can hear the fucking... Uh, the computer ringing. I don't know. I forgot my fucking password. So, like, I don't get the fucking things on my... Lucky for you, I don't get the fucking notifications on my phone anymore that the phone is ringing. Because I would have answered that shit while I was shitting. Why have you gone rogue, Cooter? You don't have any notifications for anything. You don't want to be notified. Why not? No, it just signed out on me once. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't do it on purpose. 2019, <sighs> I feel like we've, we've talked about the troll so much, but it, it happens to, to, to us all the time. Mike, take us take us into your week this week because uh, it, it's just fun. Oh, are we live, pal? We're live? We're, we're live. live, pal. We're doing it live. I didn't know we started. You got to warn me. Here I am talking about shitting and fuckers and come on now. Another day, another dollar. Talk, talking about being trolled. There's this fucking little douchebag. Little fuckboy. We're, we're in a Marks group. We, we have a Marks group. And oh. he's one of those guys that like, <laughs> if, if he disagrees with you, not only does he disagree with you, but he talks down to you. Like, Cooter, you and I argue all the time. Yeah. Right? But you never talk down to me or disrespect me or like try to belittle me. No. I mean, and if I do, I'm you, you know I'm fucking with you. Yeah. This guy not only disagrees with you, but he belittles you and talks down to you and calls you like he starts like, you know, throwing in the bait to call names and he does it to me does it to a bunch of other people that don't All right, agree give, give me an example because i don't go in these groups anymore because every time i do i just get in trouble uh, okay paint the scene so, yeah paint so, a picture there was one thing where it was an aw topic and this is when the news i'm already dropped. on his side <laughs> there's this news that drops about the health insurance and like i'm just like wow if, if that's legit like that's a big deal like a lot of people especially people who have health issues would take health insurance over money any day of the week because that's like gold shit's expensive so, bro. i mean yeah here in this country is not cheap bro and if it's all if it's included like that's even better so like we're we're going back and forth having a conversation about health insurance and he comes in because he's a fucking health insurance expert and just like just naming off all this like stuff and it it just makes no sense and I'm like dude if they're legit about offering health insurance like that's a big deal he's like oh it's a company that just gonna bullshit about health insurance and a lot of like he was just saying all this stupid shit anyway. So that was like an example, and but he'll talk down to you. He's like, like, yeah, you know everything, like one of those guys. But then he'll start belittling you. Well, why don't you block him, Mike? Would that solve the problem? Let me ask you a question. You, you <laughs> talk about blocking people. Did you ever ask Stone Cold to stop drinking alcohol? <laughs> well, that's true. I don't block people. They block people. You. Block me. Hey, <laughs> right? it's like ProWrestlingTees.com/slash/MotherWrestlingPodcast. Like, use the analogy. <laughs> use the analogy like. Stone Cold drinks the beer. The beer doesn't drink Stone Cold. You know, that, that, think about that. 
Okay. I, I'm, I'm with you. I get blocked. Okay? I don't block people. It's like against my gimmick. So, on Sunday, <laughs> I put up something um, that I felt like, you know, the feud between, between Rhonda and Becky is the hottest feud right now in 2019. And yeah. people are going to disagree, which is fine. But currently, right now, tell me a feud that's better. That's and, okay. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. So he starts commenting because he, he likes to, you know, start stuff. And he starts commenting on the post. Okay. And pretty much, you know, talking down to me, he's like, well, if you think that this is the best feud of 2019, and he, he said some comment, and it just pissed me off. So I called him a fuckboy. Let me ask you something. What's up? Before you get to the fuckboy bullshit, does he make a counter to your claim? Does he say, well, I don't agree with you. Here's what I think is the best feud. Or does he just go into attack? No, he doesn't. He just doesn't. He So he, he gives even, no suggestion. But he would be like, oh, well, the Batista and Triple H feud is Oh, better. yeah. Oh, that's been fucking fantastic. Listen, that segment was great. Don't get me wrong. But it's only one thing. Like, Cody, you're going to like happen. this analogy. It's like someone saying all in was amazing fucking can't wait to AEW. AEW is going to be fucking great. It's like expecting that. Like He's saying that segment between Triple H and Batista was amazing, which it was. He's like, so that's going to be the greatest feud of 2019. So, he was talking down to me and pretty much I called him a fuckboy and I hurt his feelings and the next thing you know, a certain Mark father was Tagged in a comment. Say, they you, all come just, to me. I was just say, did you get a? I'm surprised you got tagged in a comment and didn't get like a DM. And he wrote a comment like, he said something to the Mark father himself, mentioned him in the in the comments, and went on about how admins shouldn't talk to people like this. And then I get a message from Credo saying, "Come on, man." <laughs> <laughs> I, and I'm just laughing my ass off. This is I'm why like, I don't go into the groups. Because whenever I say something, or I stand up for myself, and somebody has to test me, I know I'm going to go too far, and they're going to whine like a little baby I, and go to the leader of the group. And then I got to deal with the backlash. Cooter again, bro. Again. I will say this. Oh, man. I went, I went full angry Cooter <laughs> on Sunday. I feel like and Mr. Belvin. And then this guy was like, like he was trying. Then he was trying to be cool. And then I was not being cool. I told the show I was like, I get along great with everybody here. I just don't like you. Right, you want to, you <laughs> want to set a to trap? Him. You want to set a trap for him? You really want to piss him off? Here's what you do. You just talk about how Chris Benoit was the greatest wrestler, <laughs> like in ring technician. Oh, no, um, you bring that up. Okay, you bring it up. Oh, Funny you've already thing. done this one. Oh, okay. Funny I got, thing. I... You know that AEW picture I have? One with Chris Benoit wearing the AEW shirt? <laughs> yes, that was pretty funny. He was, like, going... He was trying to be cool because he thinks he's fucking cool and, like, started, like, this, like, post-trashing AEW and, like, people signing the AEW. Just kind of joking trash out. something like AEW? I don't understand. He's just one of those guys. And I posted, I didn't even say a word, I just posted the picture of Chris Benoit with the AEW shirt. 
Yeah. And he got offended by it. <laughs> Credo, did you get a message over that one? Dude, I get messages for everything. That's why I started getting other moderators involved, so I could say, hey, it's it's like <laughs> 50 people thing. saying, man, I can't do anything. <laughs> the funny thing is all the other moderators have my back, and they message me, and they're like, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Oh man, it's trust me. It's I, I thought I did something great for humanity, but now it's like coming <laughs> to bite me in the ass, and like they all come running yeah, to me. See, this is why you have to have underbosses, Credo. This is why, like, this is it, the mafia. Should... Oh the God, because I died. What was the one that? What was the one thing that we got? Oh, the Tamina poll that I put up. <laughs> okay, so I put up this poll as a joke, right? Uh, you know, what was bigger, Charlotte's fake chest or Tamina's real dick? Okay, and, I voted and there's for Tamina. what's that? I voted for Tamina. Right, <laughs> and then we were all talking about this because don't you just hate it when people that just like write in their own fucking like responses? I don't because I think it's funny because I hate you know, that shit. Oh, people were it. breaking my balls like or like uh, what's bigger like, uh, and they said something about like the amount of like, big douchebag that I am, and I'm like, what well, was, no, right. What was one, I, I saw one that was like, that's, I don't want to say the word, but I was like, that's dumb. I was oh, say the, that Kyrie, the, the, the level of Kyrie Sane's cuteness or something? Yeah, like, that's freaking dumb. funny how I remember that. But then all of a sudden, Credo's like, all right, Cooter, I think we're going to have to take that poll down now. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, it's only been up for like 10 minutes. What do you mean? He's like, oh, we got some fucking idiot in here talking about, like, I'm being sexist and transphobic. I'm like, transphobic? I didn't make fun of trans people. Uh, oh, it was a chick with a dick joke. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And this is why I stay off of the internet. This and is why, like, this is bad enough that I'm on here. This is CNN Breaking News. So tonight when you were um, giving your promo and... It wasn't a promo. They gave me other things to say. I didn't fucking say it. It's a thing. It's not a fucking promo. It's not an act. I'm not going out there and doing their fucking act anymore. They can say it's part of the act to kind of try to save face to everybody else, but it's not an act. I'm going out there. I'm doing whatever the hell I want, and they can explain it away however they want, but fuck them. Everybody, WWE Universe included. I meant that I'm going to disrespect the sport that they all love so much. Oh, don't break kayfabe, Ronda. Wrestling's... It's scripted. It's made up. It's not real. None of those bitches can fucking touch me. The end. So Ronda Rousey went off. She went off about how scripted things are, how she's not doing it the WWE's way. She's doing it her way. She also said, fuck Los Angeles. Fuck the WWE universe. Fuck the women in the locker room. This woman just went full crazy. And I fucking love it. People are online right now crying about how she's calling the business scripted and how she wants to disrespect it and just basically just ripping the business apart. Well, news flash, everyone. Professional wrestling is scripted, okay? It's not what we thought it was when we were children, where we thought Hulk Hogan was really immortal and the undertaker was really a dead man no 
That's all make-believe, ladies and gentlemen. Those are characters. And what Rhonda is doing right now is playing a character. She's playing the heel now. Basically working every single one of us. And I love it. I was going on about how amazing this rivalry between Rhonda and Becky Lynch has been. And a lot of it has been powered based off of social media. And this right here, whether fans want to agree or disagree, has taken that rivalry to another level. And now Charlotte is finally getting involved. And I'm just going to read a tweet what came from Charlotte shortly after. And this is exactly what Charlotte said. Charlotte said, Can someone please remind Captain Badass here that her last two fights before coming to the WWE ended with her unconscious and sobbing in the cage, which is a true statement. Four years ago, you were untouchable. Now, not so much. You're a class act, Ronda Rousey. I can't disagree with Charlotte. She's talking real talk. Last two fights Ronda had, she got her head kicked in by Holly Holmes, and she got knocked the fuck out by... Amanda Nunez, we're never to see her again in the UFC. She comes to the scripted world of professional wrestling. And like I just said, it's scripted. And she told us it's scripted. She told us something that we already knew and people are crying about it. Listen, whether you love her or you hate her, you're talking about her right now. Okay? The best thing to do is to not even respond if you don't like it that much. The more you respond, the more you throw gasoline to the fire. And you know what happens when you throw gasoline on a fire? It erupts. It blows up and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So those who are crying and complaining about all this, this is your fault. Okay, You're the one that's making this bigger than what it really is. Rhonda, keep talking your shit. I love every single second of it. Now I'm kind of interested to see what happens at Fastlane. I just want to end on this note. That Ronda Rousey that you saw in that video, that's the real Ronda Rousey. It's not this person we saw for the past year walking down the ramp, smiling and waving at people, kissing babies, just happy to be here. Sorry to break the news to you, ladies and gentlemen scripted okay don't send me as much hate tweets as you want but it's the truth it's scripted that's not ronda rousey the ronda rousey that we all knew especially the mma community is a cocky arrogant disrespectful bitch who doesn't give a fuck about you doesn't give a fuck about your feelings doesn't give a fuck about anybody else but herself that ronda rousey is basically what you saw. There's a little preview of it because that wasn't as much as what she did in the UFC. But that Ronda Rousey put asses in seats and she made the UFC millions of dollars. Now we get this Ronda Rousey in the WWE and people are bitching and complaining. Those are the same people that bitch and complain that we live in this PG environment, that we don't have the attitude error anymore, that they want the attitude error, they want edginess. Well, they finally got edginess and they're on their keyboards complaining about how offended they are.
I don't understand fans sometimes. But I'm going to also wrap it up with saying this. Becky, Rhonda, Charlotte. As of right now, it's the hottest feud in professional wrestling going in 2019. And if you disagree with me, tweet at me at minority underscore Mike. You're not going to prove me wrong otherwise. You're talking about it, right? You're complaining about it, right? That means they accomplished something. I love my professional wrestling real, and this is as real as it gets. So I'm just going to sit back, enjoy it, and I'm just going to be a fan. Guys, get back. let's get back on a track and let's call it King Kong Bundy. Rest in peace. Guys, I'm, so, I'm sad about this because this is like one of the guys that should be in the Hall of Fame and should have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. Uh, what happened with the whole politics that King Kong Bundy has yet not made it into, like, what was the whole fight? Does anybody even know the story? I don't know anything and like, what happened or whatever, but, man, another legend gone too soon. Uh, it's crazy, man. They're dropping like flies, and they can't put him in the Hall of Fame fast enough. Christ, I remember him doing a shoot interview a few years back, and I maybe probably didn't even watch the whole thing, but he, he, he tells some pretty funny fucking stories and credo you and i both met him probably yeah. what two years in a row first time was at uh, sheik's roast and then the following year at uh, terry funk's roast that is a funny fucking dude bro really nice guy too yeah i didn't think he was gonna have half those jokes he hid it was it yeah it was the roast right he was one of the jokes the the masters or whatever you call him oh god yeah, he was one of the roasters and, and probably one of the funniest fucking lines because he's one of those dudes who could just fart on command. So he's like, all right, let me tell you about this great time in Brian Blair's career where he and then he just stucks the mic by his ass and just farts. He goes, and then there was that other time where he and then he just farted again right into the mic. It was like he just fucking kept making fun of poor B. Brian Blair's career. It was fucking hilarious. It's like a loss of innocence seeing King Kong Bundy fart on a mic. It's it's very unusual. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking back. Somebody posted online. Uh, some guy, uh, they tweeted um, a video of Northeast Wrestling at Dutchess Stadium, and it was like in the 90s. It was like Renegade Rampage, I believe, and it was King Kong Bundy versus Sergeant Slaughter, I, I think as like one of the main events or whatever. I was like, it's so weird to think that I saw King Kong Bundy versus Sergeant Slaughter outside regular show. It's weird. Anyway, uh, man. Yeah, I heard I heard an interview with uh, Jimmy Hart um, yesterday about King Kong Bundy, and he was going on about. I mean, you brought up how he was a funny guy. King Kong Bundy actually did stand up comedy. Yeah, that's well, why he was uh, at the roast. He was yeah. Yeah, he did a lot of it. That's what he wanted to do. Um, it, it, it sucks because I actually like King Kong Bundy was like one of the first bad guys I saw when I first got into professional wrestling. I thought it was, the guy was larger than life. Yeah. You know, I heard it. I heard, uh, one of his promos that someone brought up that you don't really see very often. He he cut a promo about his finisher and how when he hits you with the finisher, you're not going to be able to hit your finisher. I, I'm not going to do it any justice trying to cut it, but just how he went into detail about his finisher. You don't really see that very often anymore with guys going into details about how devastating their finishers are. No, and that too, but he was the guy with the five count. He would literally do a, he would pin you for the three count, stand up, drop an elbow 
on you and then tell the ref, uh, count a five count for me. And they do a five count. And that got over big, I think, in Georgia. And then once he translated into the WWE, that's when Vince had him use it all the time. Yeah, didn't he? I think he did it to uh, SD Jones at the first WrestleMania. Yeah. And then actually, it, it that was so. That was such a big deal to a lot of people that, you know, in the beginning of Big E's career, Big E was doing the five count gimmick. Hmm. That's how influential this guy was. I mean, Big E was doing it NXT and he did it a little bit when he finally came up to the main roster, but then I think he finally cut it out. But it just it just shows that, you know, Bundy was actually, you know, a big deal to a lot of people. So, I mean, it, it sucks to see him go. It sucks to see anybody go. Yeah, uh, somebody posted this on uh, Twitter too. Do you know how old he was when he main evented with Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania two? It's like thirty. No, he was 20, 20, 27 or twenty eight. Twenty eight. He was twenty eight. Yeah. That is, it's so weird to think about that because I mean, like you saw him as a kid, and twenty eight is like a, totally different when you're a kid. But now looking back as a thirty seven year old, like he was twenty eight when that happened. It's it's nuts to think about, man. It's like. Wow. I, you ever see the movie Moving? It was with Richard Pryor. Uh, it was an old ladies movie. He was like moving cross country or something, and King Kong Bundy's like one of the movers. He's uh doesn't have many lines or anything. And I think somebody else stated that uh, Married with Children, the writers or something, yep. they named the Bundys after him because he was their favorite pro wrestler, and then also the neighbors were the Rhodes for uh, Dusty Rhodes and all that stuff. I didn't think a lot of like the, the media out there knew much about King Kong Bundy. And then I'm watching Sports Center, and then he actually was going across the bottom ticker on Sports Center on uh-huh. ESPN. And you never really see a lot of professional wrestling news going across that ticker. Unless somebody's dead, yeah, really. Yeah. Okay, now, God rest his soul, King Kong Bundy, really quick. But did you see, and I think we're being, I think, I don't know. Why would you, A, why would you do this as a work, why would you do this just to get attention? But his, I just checked, and the tweet is still up. So it's like either he just doesn't care, or I, okay, let me read it first. It's from Enzo, Enzo Amore. Uh, hashtag King, Rip King Kong Bundy, the epitome of pro wrestling. I recall going to shows at MSG with my grandparents. My grandma Raffaella loved him and hyped him uh, up the whole and hyped him up the whole ride in. Plenty of wrestlers risked it all that night, but I'll but I never forget the guy with the green tongue who ate the turnbuckle. Now everybody's like ripping him on this because he put Rip King Kong Bundy. Now did he think King Kong Bundy was George the Animal Steel? Is he that much of an asshole to like do that when he died? Like you know if he's just just going for a reaction kind of thing, you know what I mean? Or or what? Uh, uh, somebody said something, Mike. Did, did who? She's still trying to get heat, bro. You don't That's work for the business anymore. Stop it. <laughs> you're either dumb as fuck or you're just trying to get heat. I'm just tired of this. But like, how does he somehow still manage to once in a while end up in our rundown because of a fucking tweet? I wish somebody would just like fucking. Drop a bomb on his cell phone and delete his fucking Twitter. Delete him off of the internet's existence. Wrestling fans never forget. Oh, that's God. why he always ends up in the news because somehow he does something and wrestling fans never forget. Man, anyway, well, that's just it, it is what it is. But you know, King Kong Bundy's not in the Hall of Fame, guys. Can you remember a time where 
somebody might have passed away during like this time before WrestleMania, and that they were automatically put in that year. Um, is there like a recent somebody that that's happened to lately? I'm trying to remember. Well, I can think of it was it was probably Eddie Guerrero. He was put in pretty quick the second he died. I think it was a year yeah, after. He no, he died in November of, so, I believe, 2005, and he was in the Hall of Fame, the the upcoming WrestleMania. Yeah, so there you go. Boom. And it's like, I mean, China died, but that, I think it's been a few years that she's been dead now, right? And But uh, the Warrior died and the night after, kind of like the Hall of Fame kind of thing, so he was already put into it, but... Can't they just put another dead person in? That's what I'm trying to get at. Because, you know, every year it's like they only get one dead person. They only get one girl. They only get a tag team. They only get a group. You know what I mean? Like, is it okay to just fucking put him in there now that he's dead? Like, what, what's the big deal? Just, you're, I don't know. Can't they just do it? I don't know. That's what I'm, uh... I think they just feel like because it actually is a ceremony, they don't want to have, they don't want it too morbid. Yeah. But these ceremonies are just so fucking long now uh, what is it it's like a f- dude that year we went and we've had this conversation before so i don't want to get into it they're, they're just so pain they're just so painful they're so long Jeez. and i mean i know we said last week i think they said that they're not trying to have a long ceremony this year so maybe we will start you know we don't need everybody there we could just make mention yeah like just do a video I don't need somebody to come up and, and give an acceptance speech. Can't we just have somebody induct him? Yeah, automatically. Like it's that's it. Show a video package and boom, that's it. That's a, I'd be happy with that kind of a thing too. Yes. So. And you know what? I would probably be more likely to watch the fucking thing on the network if if, if the show was an hour. Yeah. Hour and a half. I'll give you an hour and a half for the Hall of Fame. Well, I'll give you an hour and a half of my time. <laughs> well, as long as you don't play that fucking song. Living in a Hall, Hall of Fame. fame. Ah. So much, I wanted to fucking stick my fist through the fucking TV. Well, well, okay, well, he's not in the Hall of Fame, so but anyway, he should be in it. Hopefully, they would do something like that. But but Tori Wilson is has been added to the Hall of Fame. Now, guys, at one point when I got to college, I kind of stopped watching wrestling because I couldn't get that on my cable uh, in Philly, and then I got it, and then I wasn't as watching as much. Long story short, and then I started watching again, and then like I would see these names like a Tori Wilson and whatnot. But has she racked up a career? Did not get Spike TV in Philly. Well, it was a it was a weird cable system back then. It was uh, I know oh. it's like it's weird. Uh, but but still, I mean, I wasn't like I knew who she was, but I didn't like watch everything. Like I didn't see too much about her. Like I didn't watch her all, every week. You know, it was like one of those things I found out about later. But does she deserve to be put in a, before? Like I don't know. There's a handful of other women that have come way before her. Like, why is she just like the, the 90s name now? Is she like the token 90s person or whatever? Or 2000s, whatever? Out of all the women from that era, I mean, who else Who else would we put in? And you know what? There, there are some funny memories I have with Tori Wilson. Who could forget? And Well, Credo probably could forget because he probably didn't fucking see it. But do you remember the feud she had with Dawn Marie? Where Dawn Marie was was shagging her father al who then like died after they got married or some shit like that yeah that was so fucking funny to me i didn't give a shit that it was like it was so cheesy and corny but for some reason i actually couldn't help but laugh every time that fucking bitch 
would be on TV with that old man, and Tori Wilson would just get so heated and, like, want to kill her. I don't know. I thought it was good. Tori was just good television. Let me tell you something. She is still fucking fine. Good God almighty. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not against her um, going in because at the end of the day, she was an entertainer. She wasn't a Charlotte Flair. She wasn't, you know, a, a Becky Lynch. She wasn't, you know, a technical wrestler. But she went out there and she entertained. You know, I wanted the WWE to at least give us like a better video package for her. But they pretty much reminded you what the Attitude Era was for women because it, it basically – they didn't do her any justice to the haters yeah. because all they did was just show her how she looked good. All all the package was was just her entrances, walking out in a bikini, walking out in the in a bikini, pillow fighting. Like it – like <laughs> I kind of wanted something better from the WWE. But I mean I'm not hating on it. I think she's good. Do you know I why just, they put her into – why? They put her in because she's successful. Yes. WWE. And you're not going to have to worry about her fucking showing up on a porno wearing your ring, getting plowed by three <laughs> dudes. That's why, okay? She has, she has a business well right put. now. <laughs> you, you, you cannot call Tori Wilson on Skype and watch her do things for a price. Yeah, a- homework Sunny? assignment. Homework assignment. I think I'm going to do this. I think oh, I'm going to no. Skype with Sonny. <laughs> Different story for different. Oh man! Well, welcome to the Hall of Fame. I guess that's gonna put butts <laughs> in seats, uh, guys. You know, it, it, I feel like this is the most bizarre wrestle road to WrestleMania, only because I feel like so many titles are changing hands. The IC title changed hands. Now the new U.S. champion Samoa Joe. Uh, days before Fastlane, which we're gonna talk about in a little bit too, and uh, I don't know. They just wanted it. I guess R-Truth had it for Black History Month, and we just... Um, it's March now, so we're going to give it to Samoa wow. Joe. Wow! <laughs> People are worried about us going too far, Credo, and they expect it from me, not you. It's well, been all over the internet, though, that, that claim. It's conspiracy it. theory out there, apparently. Oh, can I? Can we bring something up before we get into this? Is it me, or did like R-Truth look a, a lot thinner than usual like i'm used to him being a little bit bigger a little more jacked Our, he's like he's got like aids or something i don't know he's getting old he's gonna be like 60 oh my god sure the way. well Samoa and you know what you, you got heat with me right now because here we are these are two guys that you're like i see title change and now the u.s title these are guys that you've been begging to get a belt for fucking years, and now they're finally getting belts, and you're like, well, you didn't have to give them the belt like a month before WrestleMania and like a week before fucking Fastlane. It's Fastlane, Credo! Who gives a fuck if the belt changes before Fastlane? <laughs> well, it's just like, to me, I'm like, uh, you know... It- the person loses the loses at Mania or the night after Mania. Uh, it just like so we're gonna put the belt on Samoa Joe just so he can lose it at Mania, or we're gonna put it on Finn Balor just to lose it at Mania, or I don't you know like I, I want to know like oh, what's in their head of why they got it so fast so soon, and it's the, the road to WrestleMania. That's all. It just seems like these kind of changes should happen at the bigger pay per views and not SmackDown Live from Ohegan Sun. How how can you not see what's going on, Credo, with this the U.S. title change? Show me. Look. Tell me. Bring me into your crystal ball. 
What do you What do you mean? Balls? You think you actually think that someone is going to take that belt off of Samoa Joe at WrestleMania? Especially with all the foreshadowing that they've been doing for weeks, just, and he even name dropped them in his promo. And this is something that even Mike has said that they've wanted to do for a long time because I didn't know these two broke into the business together. You don't see them foreshadowing Cena and fucking Samoa that's, Joe. That's what's happening at Mania. It's not. I'm not calling it. I think that's just the plans. That was last year's plans, um, and it didn't work out, unfortunately. It's it's happening this year because that's a good where, where do you see where do you see Joe fitting in at Mania, and where do you see Cena fitting in and at I, Mania? Yeah. You don't really see anything for them to except for them to getting in the ring together. Yeah, that's a good Mania. Truth though. dropping his fucking John Cena is like my hero bullshit, and then Joe dropping his name in that promo. About this open challenge bullshit. Like, dude, this is going down, and I'm actually okay with it. And I'm really okay with it because there's no fucking way they're putting a belt on Cena. There's no way. At this stage in his career. So you're going to see Cena do a job to somebody, and they're using that belt to fucking further the storyline. That's how they're starting it. This is good storytelling right here. And not only to get a win against Cena is good, but to get a win against Cena at WrestleMania is a big deal for a lot of people. Even the Undertaker, that boy has a uh, quite the the road ahead of him after uh, beating yeah. John Cena. No, but no, that that is a good that is a good WrestleMania match. I think like when you think WrestleMania, the two Samoa Joe is a huge star, not just huge, but he's a huge star, and Cena is a huge star. Like wow. that, that's a Mania match, uh, and I'm happy. And well, it hasn't been confirmed, but we're looking into the to the future right there but one guy who's not going to have a, a mania match champa <laughs> or what is that shane was, shane was just like champa Chomp. <laughs> this is the same neck injury he has is the same neck injury that ended stone cold's career uh that's it and but, i'll trust but, you on that here's the thing sheamus also has that same injury right now really? and he not elected to have surgery i mean it, it's gonna mess you up later on in life but, I mean, it's it's a serious injury, a serious neck injury. I didn't think it was as serious until I read up on it today. It, it's not, it's not going to be a fun trip for uh, Champa. I, I hope he has a speedy recovery because he was the best heel in this company, Man. without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, I, he was amazing. He just he. We, we talk about how like WWE has a has a problem with making titles mean something and feel special. Champa made sure that we understood how much that NXT title meant and how special it was, how obsessed he was with that title. I mean, when he walked to the ring, he like grabbed it and clutched it as if he'd never wanted to let it go. It just he was just su- such a good entertainer, and I just I hope he has a speedy recovery. I really do. Mm, well. Speed recovery to Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, guys, we're on the fast lane. Like I said, which road, the road to WrestleMania. That's my segue. Wait, that's this weekend? That's Sunday, yeah. This is exactly. Right? It's so that's fast, Sunday. man. Poor for Ronda for uh, the Becky Lynch and Charlotte match coming up. Um, you got uh, Ray and uh, Andrade on the pre-show. Uh, what other match? I mean, the return of Shield. the Shield. For one last one night only, time, which we all know it's a fucking work. Dean Ambrose is not going anywhere because they keep talking about it on Raw. The SmackDown Women's ta- uh, Tag Titles, uh, yeah, or no, I not the SmackDown, the Women's Tag Titles. I mean, 
And the SmackDown you women's got- title match, too. Mandy Rose versus Asuka, who's been missing for like three months. Was injured in White Plains, uh, but yeah. she said she's okay. We'll see. Who? Asuka. Mandy did oh, something to was... her on the, the weekend. and what? Who did? Mandy yeah. did, did something with Asuka in the ring in White Plains, and they threw up the axe, and they stopped the match early. No shit. She said she's yeah. fine on Twitter, but I don't know. See what happens. I don't know. if Did they say anything on SmackDown? Was she on it or no? Yeah, she showed up and uh, attacked her from behind. See, yeah, that's no the match. thing. What's crazy is <sighs> Raw this week, with all the build-up, I'm like, I, I feel like they did a, a pretty decent job. But then that last hour came, and I just turned it off. Mm. Like, I missed Ricochet and Alistair versus The Revival, and I missed Charlotte and Becky. Mm-hmm. I think that's... Was that was that something I should have stayed up for, or does the, anybody else feel is that something that they should have put at the beginning of the fucking night? So I will say this: that Charlotte, um, Becky, and Ronda segment, I really loved it. I did, and the reason why, because Ronda, uh, she was shooting on fucking Becky. Becky, oh, those shots. On. No, have you watched it? No. Okay, then you need to watch it. You need to watch it before we get in this discussion, man. The first slap was legit, and all it was was knees, punches. She got Becky in an armbar, and it wasn't that stupid-looking work armbar that she does. It was a legit armbar that if she threw more hips into it, Ronda would bro- would have broke her arm. <laughs> it was her it was, online. and the thing is, I loved Ronda turning, but it just happened so quickly. That I was kind of lost. Like she was talking to to Stephanie McMahon about getting the title back, and then in a split second, she's talking shit to the crowd, and just all out of nowhere, just turns like within the drop of a dime. Which I, she needs. All to right, be- we're gonna do a live reaction over here. The heel turn of Ronda Rousey. Well, Mike, while he's watching that though. What- it's it's ridiculous because she won the Royal Rumble, Becky Lynch. And, okay, she was suspended for, what, a week or something? And Two now she's ago. now she's got a fight to get back in the WrestleMania. Like, it's she won the Rumble, but Vince didn't put her in it. Or they took her out because he wanted Charlotte. But it's like, it just seems so rushed or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, this is something that should happen over a period of, like, months and months, not, like, two weeks or whatever. But she won the fucking Rumble. She actually entered it, you know, not being in it and still won it. And it's like they got they forget all that momentum. And it's like she has to wrestle just to win it in order to get in the match officially now. Is that – I don't know. It doesn't seem like it works. I feel like that's lazy writing. It's, it's definitely lazy writing. I mean there, there's so many loopholes in that that they – I think they just need something like a filler match for – Fast lane coming up. I, I don't know. It was just poor booking, in my opinion. Not only that, I just, I don't know, man. I'm just starting to kind of, and don't get me wrong, I, I love Becky Lynch. I'm starting to kind of like, you know, see the crowd kind of like not being as into her anymore because she's on TV so much now. Yeah. She's on Monday and Tuesday. Too much, and yeah. They give away the, the pop for oh, her. Oh, did she tap? I think at one point she tapped. Yeah, see? See? 
literally beat the shit out of her, man. How crazy uh, is it, too? Because now, now Ronda doesn't have a match until Mania. Or if she yeah. does anything on Raw or whatever, but still, it's like... You're not going to have and, her and fight it, instead of... or something. I don't know. It's fucking... And the thing about that, that segment is that it ended like four minutes earlier because Ronda was so quick with everything. <laughs> that, and I guess like... And I have to go on YouTube and watch, but I guess when Raw went off the air, Ronda continued to beat the shit out of Becky. <laughs> and, like, I, I think I would have been more into it, too. Like, I was into it regardless, but I think I would have been more into it because Becky's the man, right? She's a tough SOB. She's the man. Well, she got the shit kicked out of her. I think I would have been more cool if, if Becky had that Roman Reigns attitude when Roman was wrestling Brock at WrestleMania 31. When Brock was beating the shit out of him, and Roman just smiled and said, "That's all you got," like I would have, that would have been fucking cool. It would have been like, "All right, this chick is a badass," but she literally got her ass whooped. Well, does it even make you want to watch? I mean, this match because it's like it feels like it's it's an obvious. There's no way she's not gonna lose, like Becky. You know, like Mania is a month away. You know, it's. It, stop going back and forth. Just fucking book it already and announce it. Like, why is she? Why are they even having her like wrestle for it again or something like that? And I, I feel like know. they don't know how to book a, th- a th- triple threat for Mania for the women's yet and whatever. But that's just like a giveaway, I guess. If anything, this weekend. But I don't know. You know what bothers me about this is the fucking the knee. I'm I'm tired of the fucking knee angle. Why do, Why does Becky got to be hurt? Yeah. I think it's stupid. I think it's unnecessary. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I, I couldn't tell you, man. I, I really feel like I have to go back and watch it. I feel like she was using the crutch on the wrong side this week. <laughs> oh, man. Wrong crutch, wrong leg, wrong everything. But, yeah, I mean, that's one of the biggest things happened this weekend. The Shields returning one last time, whatever. Uh, the SmackDown women's title match, whatever. The women's tag team titles against fucking Nia and Tamina. I feel like after this feud, it's just going to have to go to a team from SmackDown. Now They have to like move that women's tag title somewhere else, you know? And... Oh, you know what? I just thought of a... We, we, were, we were thinking of all these names for the team. Remember we were doing that? The Adam's Apples, or... I forget what it's called. You know what? We, we, I got a better one. The Dixie Chicks. <laughs> the Dixie Chicks. Love it. We're using it. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do for Mania. Like these girls, I don't know. Fucking fuck Nia Jax. Uh, the Usos versus Shane McMahon and the Miz. Uh, is this just the thing to get Shane and the Miz to break up to get a Mania match kind of a thing? You know what? Oh my don't god! Don't get it off the Usos. Don't go back and forth at the fucking tag. If if the tag if any title changes hand this weekend, it's fucking ridiculous. The, and- right, the writing is on the wall with this, and let me explain to you why the writing is on the wall. With this breakup, because one, they're in the Miz's hometown okay, in, in Ohio. Two, his father is going to be ringside. Okay, what what will set the Miz off if they lose in his hometown in front of his father, the guy who Miz always said he never had a good relationship with, allegedly. So it, it's just the writing on the wall that it's going to happen. That, that something's going to happen. The Miz is going to snap. And then you're going to have that match coming in Mania. Yeah. It's a fast lane, boys. Fast lane. Well, what about even like Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens, the new found face 
Uh, and Daniel Bryan, the the full oh, heel. God, the new that, Daniel Bryan. That's like fucking watching Triple H as a face. I can't. I mean, like I could deal with Kevin Owens as like a Brock Lesnar type heel, like a Samoa Joe type heel. I hate it when he's that guy who runs away. Like I remember Kill Steen Kill. Do you know what I mean? And now we have him. Like running away as a heel, like like a bitch. Not not a fan of that, and I'm not a fan of him as as a face. I love him using the stunner, but I think he should, you know, be like a legit badass heel. But you know what? We're getting to a point where we got maybe too many of those, and you can't have two of the same on the same roster. Yeah, I don't know, but like you know what? I, I, there's only one match on this whole card. I'm I'm looking forward to. And that's the Shield versus the Three Idiots, because I cannot wait to boo a man with cancer, baby. <laughs> cannot well, wait. Just before that whole uh, the hate mail starts up and uh, anotherwrestlingpodcast.com, find all of our links and uh, tweet Cooter. But I, real quick though, a lot of the writing on the walls for these matches, like I can kind of see where they're leaning for Mania, but the the WWE title match, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens. Now, you know, Kofi Kingston was taken out of this match. Is it kind of getting to, like, an abuse of power to where it's, like, McMahon's versus uh, McMahon's? Like, Stephanie and Triple H, you know, versus, like, what their da- what their dad's doing? And what do they do with the, the WWE Championship? Is it going to be, like, a, a, a ladder match kind of a thing with Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles? Uh, is it just too many yeah. cooks in the kitchen? It's I don't know what they're gonna do with the WWE Championship. They usually have a ladder match at Mania. There has to be one. Allegedly, the the rumors are going around, and they're already building it. If we watch, if you guys watch SmackDown on Tuesday, uh, Mania match is Orton versus Styles. That's gonna happen. Um, don't Orton. Yeah, Mustafa Ali is going to be inserted into this match come Mania. I don't know what they're going to do. They could do a ladder match. I mean, I you're going to see something with these four guys. Kofi, Brian, Owens, and Mustafa Ali. It just what, what are they going to I don't understand who else what else they can do. I, I know. Wait to hear that theme song. In fucking New York at MetLife Stadium. Abba, 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 go hard with this little fucking Mortal Kombat mask on, looking like fucking an Arab Sub-Zero. That's going to be so cool, dude. <laughs> well, oh, my yeah. God. You can make fun of his song and his gear all you want, but the guy's fucking amazing in the ring. I'm not disputing that. Just because you know what's fucked up? So, like, I hate that song when I'm watching it on TV, but, like, when I'm in the gym... I actually like it. <laughs> Yo, so check this out. All right. We had this conversation about themes that we love to work out to. I finally reorganized everything in my iTunes. Do you know how many themes I own that are in the themes playlist? 471. Jeez. It's a lot of fucking wrestling themes. <laughs> what a fucking mark I am. Uh, well, Cooter, I think we, if we send everybody off on a, a hateful note, I think it'll be good because maybe we'll get some more reaction. But uh, the the shield you brought up, Roman Reigns. Now, uh, I think we kind of mentioned this before, but what's the what's this WrestleMania route? Because I think it's going to go, I think we all talked about it, where it's going to be a Roman Reigns kind of versus a Dean Ambrose match. But do you turn... You can't turn the guy with cancer heel, right? Or do you just send uh, Dean Ambrose on the way out 
as a heel, uh, Somebody, something's going to break in this match, right? I mean, I feel like someone's turning on somebody, whether it's Roman or Dean, but I think the real shock factor would go to if they turned Roman heel, make him go heel and turn on the shield. Uh, it's, just a, it's a lot of wishful thinking, but that's what I would they do. Got, they had their feel-good moment, and I almost feel like they learned from everything that they tried over the last couple of years to get him over. So, all right, what got you cheers from Roman? The only thing that seemed to work was when you put him with the shield. Because they would cheer him when he was part of the group. They cheered him when they found out he was sick. So your main points the last two weeks, okay, cancer, cancer, cancer. And this week was cancer, shield, 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 shield. All right. So they're doing everything they can to keep that positive reaction coming from Roman. Now what? You're you're out of things. You know you can't you can't and you said it. What's Vince gonna do when they start booing him? Oh shit! Talk about the leukemia. It's like, what are you going to do? You're out of things now. So I think you're right. If you're if they're gonna boo him, now that you got this fresh start, you're you're either gonna do one of two things: build him up slowly, let him lose a couple of feuds, like I said last week. Honestly, uh, you know, was this too much for him? Did he come back too soon? It, you know, and then maybe, maybe they'll still respect him long enough to where if you build him slowly, they won't mind him eventually being in the title picture. If you rush, rush it and he just squashes fucking Dino, they're going to boo the fuck out of him in that life. <laughs> yep. You know this. I- I think that that turn isn't going to happen until after WrestleMania. I think it's going to happen the Raw after Mania. Because they, they always need that one shocking uh, moment to happen that night. And it, night after Mania, I think that's when it happens. I think if you turn mm. him now, it's it's kind of, it, uh, to me, and you know other people might disagree with this, I feel like you're rushing it. Because you just got him back in there. You just got that feel-good story. He beat cancer. You know, you want to give that time to sink in, and then you boom. Is if Seth Rollins beats Brock Lesnar, and Roman still hasn't turned heel yet, he's turning heel the night after Mania. Because at the end of the day, that's a title that he never lost, and his one of his buddies has it now, and he knows that he could beat Rollins. That that has heel turn written all over. And it would be a huge moment, too. Well, let me ask you this. What if, at Mania, Roman costs him the belt and turns heel at the end of the show? I think that's a. I think that would fucking do it right there. Get it I off, think, Brock. You know what? I think... Yes, but, I mean... I would rather... If they're going to do it at Mania, <laughs> I would rather... See, this is the thing. You know, you already have the women closing the show... So if you're going to have Roman turn, that would be one of those shocking moments that you would have to close the show with, in my opinion. Right. But, like, if if it's going to happen, it's got to be Seth winning that title, celebrating, and then Roman comes out to congratulate him, and then, boom, there's the heel turn. Well, what do you do for him for Mania, then? Like, for Dean and uh, Roman? Like, are you I put mean, that, those guys against each other on a yeah, team? Yeah, I, th- I think you have the Dean, you know, you have that Shield reunion. It's coming up this weekend. And then after that, yeah, no, it's fucking this weekend. Jesus Christ. And then next thing you know, you turn deal, uh, deal. You turn Dean on Roman. You know, 
Dean is a freaking loose cannon, allegedly. And if he's definitely leaving the company for greener pastures, as Renee liked to say on Raw. Then you have Roman go over Dean at Mania. I mean, that that's the only thing I could see for him right now. I don't want to see Roman in the title picture. I don't yeah. want to see him near it. And there's really you know, nothing else for him. Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I can't I can't wait. You know, because as much as we, we've made this joke where it's like it took cancer for them to cheer Roman, if he actually uses that in a promo mm. on a heel turn, I will die laughing. You, it took me getting leukemia for you people to give me some <laughs> fucking respect. Like how sh- awesome would that be? Honestly. Strange True, watching yeah. Raw. Was, Raw was so strange because they were in Philly, and Philly was cheering this dude, Roman. They they were standing it. ovation. It was strange. To see I remember them booing him for the in the Rumble. Yeah, hard. And Philly hated him, and they they cheered him. It was strange. Oh, good God! I think I shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> well. Oh. Either way, guys, it's uh, it's going to be a fast lane till mania. Another wrestling podcast.com. Wrap like it up. Us. I'm a, I'm a follow us. Got to take a shit. Subscribe Let's go. to guys, us. When, when, people t- when people tell you to not be yourself and to break character, you don't do it. Okay? If someone tells you to block someone, you say, fuck it. I'm going to fucking harass them until they block me. Boom. I'm going right. I'm to I'm go hard. I'm going to go hard. Shut the fuck up. Today's show is brought to you by Mania Crawl is an annual event that coincides with the biggest pro wrestling show of the year. WrestleMania, bitches! Mania Crawl brings hundreds of wrestling fans from around the world together for one incredible bar crawl. The event is 100% free for the fans, by the fans, and with one goal, raising money for Connor's Cure. This year, the event will be held in Hoboken, New Jersey, just 15 minutes away from MetLife Stadium. Mania Crawl will also offer a VIP package that includes a Mania Crawl shirt, koozie, and bus transportation to MetLife Stadium. So when you're all fucked up and you can't fucking drive there, they're going to get you there, bitches. But act quickly, as there's only 55 VIP tickets available for purchase. You can also purchase your Mania Crawl gear at maniacrawl.com. Stay updated by following at Mania Crawl on Twitter and Instagram. Bitches.